welcome back. Welcome back. We're here. We're on uh, studios. Dude, I walked in. I about had a fucking heart attack. Nick freaked I thought out. Mark got, I thought Mark got uh, like alien raped. Alien raped or probed. Taken. Taken. Liam Neeson's gonna oh. save you, bro. He's a horrible father. I will. Um, I will hunt you down. And I was, change the studio back to how it was. Yeah, man. Like this. I like it though. It, it scared me a little bit, but I like this. It's, the feng shui is fantastic. We need to put a little elephant in a corner with the tusk. Hold on. We're, oh, yep. That's important to have the elephant. Although when we do zooms, we're gonna have to figure out this space. Okay, cool. Pretty. So you can't hear Mark like in the background. Pretty. He's eating a granola bar, but saying it's all going to be pretty. So we are here in Traverse City, Michigan, <clears throat> New Leonard Media Studios. I'm Jeff with Nick. Nick. We have a special <laughs> guest, Justin Ricard. What, what are we? We are honestish with a side of hot sauce. Episode 29. Episode 29. Guys. We are close. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> 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 all right. And you know what? That's only, what is that? 71 episodes away from the. Pentultimate episode, the bout, the bout, the Joe Rogan versus Nick, boom, boom, the honest dish with a side of ass whoop. Wait, still waiting for him to slide into my DMs. Joseph Rogan, we're huge fans. I think News Radio. That was my show back in the nineties. Yeah. I liked you then. Fear Factor, not Ooh. so much. I, there was some fun parts, but I, I also felt like. You just basically went to Walmart and grabbed people, and you're like, hey, you want to eat some crickets? And they were like, oh, I'm famous. <laughs> and that's been the reason society has crumbled. But you're doing well, and we'd like <laughs> to share in your wellness by letting Nick whoop your ass. And if you should whoop Nick's ass, well, we'll interview you, and we'll have a great day out of it. And maybe yeah, we'll have a picnic We'll be frenzies. It'll be fantastic. Anyways, so we got a guest today we got, in the studio. We got our friend Justin Ricard here from Traverse City, old, Michigan. Oh, the home slice of mine. Home slice, like a homie dog supreme G-funk. pizza, little sausage, pepperoni, and onions. I, I oh. mean, yeah. Okay. So last week, so anyway. we went on like a rambling, <laughs> crazy train. Just now, last week. Oh, but we also talked about some things in business, <clears throat> about how to you know things we wish we would have known. And what we're going to try to accomplish today is give our listeners some value because Justin's a business owner. He's been through some stuff, and we're going to couple things. let him kind of tell us some things. Hey, welcome. Thanks, guys. Welcome, man. Thanks for good to have me. You. Uh, it's good to have someone bigger than me in the studio for once. Are you? <laughs> it's good to be uh, like on here talking a little honest-ish. Yeah. You know, maybe, side of hot maybe sauce. Maybe things will get a little spicy. Someone always asks me if I'm honest-ish or hot sauce. We still haven't figured that out, have we? You're both. You're both. <laughs> That's the best. So thanks for agreeing to come on the show. Yeah, sure, man. Um, what do you Long think? time coming. Long yeah, time coming. Sure. Yeah. She's a couple months Should have been like friggin' A couple months ago. Should have been like our second guest. I don't even remember. what. I, half the time, I don't even know what's going on here. The show it's up. It's all right. It's what, all right. Uh, it's here. So what do you do? Tell, like, tell us a little bit about what you're so, doing right now. Um, well, right now I'm having this interview. That's fair. Yeah, you know, so um, got my uh, protein drink and my carbs with me, so I've got yeah. that going too. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, me on head. the flip side, um, gym owner. I've uh, been doing that now since 2017. So. What gym? Elite Fitness North. Um, here in Traverse City, we're off of uh, uh, Garfield or South Garfield Avenue. Oh, right in the middle of town. Right by the Secretary of State or State of Michigan or Michigan Right next to Work. Michigan Works, man. Right next to Michigan Works. Once come you get, work out and then come find a job. Get you your go. job first. Get your job first, though. And pay for your membership. That's right. Come work out. Get your fitness on, then get your life on. Yeah. At least figure it out, maybe. Only yeah. fitness I do is fitting this into my mouth. <laughs> I've always yeah. liked that joke. That edit point. Planet Fitness. Edit point? <laughs> I am offended. Cancel culture me, motherfucker. <laughs> so we want to talk a little bit first. How'd you get to Traverse City? Oh, God. Because well, I always thought you weren't ever from here, but I'm not from here either. Yeah, I'm not from here. So um, so first and foremost, uh, for people who don't know me, I'm not from Traverse City, not from Michigan at all. Um, I moved up here from Florida in 04. That's backwards because uh, everyone goes to Florida. Yeah. But, Where at in Florida? Uh, lived in Orlando. Um, lived around. Um, How many times did you go to Disney World? Oh shit, we went a lot. My uh, uncle's girlfriend at the time um, worked had worked for Disney for like twenty something years. 
Lucky bastard. So we got to fucking get to go to Disney How many World, times have like, you all the time? How many times have you been on Splash Mountain? I think only once, actually. Once? Yeah. Oh, damn. I'm yeah. more of a space mountain guy because it's I like dark. Space Mountain too. Uh well now they got Star Wars, so yeah. you can hop on the fucking Millennium Falcon. Yeah. And some shoot some crazy. shit. Yeah. So that's always a plus. So you moved up from Florida. So I moved up from Florida. Um, and like I said in 04. Um, what kind of brought us up is, you know, we the neighborhoods I grew up in when I was a kid were just shit. So um that's what I bounced. I mean, I went to what, like four or five different high schools, um, lived in like four or five different states. Um, and you know, we're just trying to my mom. One of them's East do... Coast though. Yeah, you always... I was from Boston. I'm yeah, born, I'm born you're in always Boston. Sound... Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I've always got a little bit of a slang I going want you to here say and there. Fucking retarded. Fucking retarded. Yes. So I'm not even allowed to say that anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's always offensive. Like we used to call kids retards all the time when I was a kid, and it was fine. I say it to my kids. Yeah. I'm like, quit being a retard. And they're like, Dad, you can't say that anymore. I'm like, I just did. I was like, don't be an asshole. That's better. <laughs> I'm like, how is that better? <laughs> not even close. So oh. anyway, um, yeah. So we moved up here because hurricanes in Florida get obviously really bad. So That's true. Um, we were living in this small area called Eloise, which is, believe it or not, smaller than South Boardman. I mean, you take a blank and you're right through that motherfucker. So for people who have never heard of South Boardman. <sighs> yeah, we've never heard of South Boardman. It takes you about a blank and you're through it. Yeah, and it's like the most Walmarty meth lab you've ever been to. Yeah, pretty much. And no offense to the, the one guy but, I know but, from South Boardman. That's but, all right, dude. There you go. No offense. <laughs> Just bring that back. Tim, um, it's to you, buddy. So, we, yeah, we live in this uh, small area called Eloise, which was right outside of Winter Haven um, in Auburndale. And it was, you know, exactly what you just said. You know, we, you know, we didn't have a bathroom to use. Like it was a community bathroom that we had to use. Um, you know, we didn't have any AC. We couldn't use our stove. You know, so we lived. I lived in this, you know, one bedroom apartment with my mom and her fiance at the time. And um, you know, we it's just the neighborhood we lived in. You know, I had this pimp slash drug dealer living below me. Um, there was a, you know, a nice little prostitution house just down the road. If you're feeling a little feisty. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, Vacation. um, it's like the perfect setup. Yeah. Perfect so, childhood. So, so perfect area to, you know, for a growing boy to just really get a, some good Grasp on life. Yeah. You know, and just really figure things out. So, uh, but so you guys moved here. So we moved here. Were yeah. You in hurricane. high school or were yeah, you? Yeah. I was okay. in high school. So okay. I was in 10th grade when I moved up here. Okay. So how when was did, that transition? When Sorry. did we meet? Um, after I graduated, so that was because I met we met around the time that Tyler, Tyler O'Neill was around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that would have was... been like somewhere between, if I had to guess, probably somewhere between like 08 and 09. Okay, All I right. would think maybe, right. yeah, somewhere around there. I would think long time ago, long time ago. Did you guys, were you guys, I don't even know, are you guys <clears throat> close in age? Like, did you guys go to high school about the same time? Did you guys go to the same school? Oh, I'm 32, in, so I graduated in 07. Yeah, I was 04. So okay, yeah, there All you right. go. Yeah, so I've yeah, so been, I've always been wiser. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Um, yeah, so yeah, moved up here. The hurricanes destroyed everything. You know. Okay. So um, was it hard to move like in high school to a new school? I mean, I mean, yes and no, because so I moved around a lot when I was a kid. You look like a trainer, right? Because you yep. were a person, you have been, and still uh -huh. are a personal well, trainer am. and gym mm -hmm. owner. Mm -hmm. And I'm guessing you weren't a personal trainer at no. 10th grade. Definitely not. So I, um, I was the opposite when I growing up. I was the, uh, the chunky, funny kid. You know what I mean? Wearing size husky Wranglers. Uh, yeah, yeah, the husky size. Husky. It wasn't a size. It, it was wasn't just, like 32. It was wasn't 34. It was. Oh, here's your husky. And you're like, yeah, I remember that was code for fat kid. Yeah, exactly. Yep, you know, so husky jeans, uh, legit bowl cut, like bowl on the top of your head, and snip, snip, snip. Yes, all the way around. Like it didn't get. I've any always wanted to give my, my kids a bowl cut. Yeah, my mom used to do it to us all the time. So, um, yeah, so that was probably real fun for high school. Hell yeah! So but, I was just used to moving around a lot, though. Okay, so, so were you like quiet and like withdrawn, or did you make friends um, quickly? I'm always generally more quiet than you know withdrawn at first, just because you know I. Once I get to know people, then it's, you know, obviously I'll open up and talk and stuff, but I'm pretty reserved in like who I allow to, okay. you know, to come into my life and be, you know, even a, you know, on a friendship level versus acquaintance. Sure. So you moved up here, graduated high school in Traverse City. And then did you, when did you leave or did you've left, you left then at some point? Um, when, after high school, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean like to LA when I moved to LA, is that what you're talking about? Or yeah. I mean, how long did you stay in Traverse City after high school? <clears throat> um, 
Well, after um, I moved to Traverse City, I'd been, you know, I've been in Traverse City until I moved out to LA in, 20, okay. in 2011. Okay. So yeah. what did you, what did you do after high school? Actually, right out of high school, I was, um, I was a machinist. Okay. So I took like two years of like precision machine tool while I was in high school at the MTech Center. Okay. And got my certificate in precision machine tool. And it's fucking horrible. I mean, if you don't like talking to people and you like weird ass people at the same time who don't like talking to other people, but people saying who fart a lot, thick, like perverted jokes, like wanting <laughs> you to, you know, go camping with you and eat peanuts so they can have a rocky road, if you know what I mean. So <laughs> what those is, kind, of, those kind no, of people. No, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> so you explain what? Anyway, is, I've never heard that euphemism. So I what had this. That? So I was working. All right. So I worked. I worked at the first shop I ever worked at was uh, Clark Manufacturing. Okay. And the um, they owe us $100 I, for that name drop, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, sure do. Uh, great company, though, actually. Okay. So there you go, $100. And um, I worked in the cutoff saw department, and I remember like the first week or something like that, I was working there. This dude comes up to me, and we had talked to him a couple times before, and um, comes up to me, he's like, hey, you, you like camping? And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, camping's okay. Oh, okay, cool. You like peanuts? And I was like, yeah. All right, well, if we go camping, make sure you eat some peanuts because I like a fucking rocky road. I was like, you sick motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but he was joking, right? Well, yeah. I, shit, he wasn't like, hey, shit, let's go dude, get some butt stuff. Uh, you never know. I mean, Oh, my. That's hilarious. You never know. Terrible. I had some weird people there, so uh, possible. Okay, so that, how long did that last? Oh, shit, not long at all. I think I was in the machinist industry for like all of like seven months. Okay. Hated it. So what was next? That's when I got into personal training after that. Okay. Yeah, so I had actually been... I actually wanted to do personal training when I was in high school. Okay. Um, so, like, I did my – actually, my uh, senior project was on childhood obesity. And, like, my whole, like, f- project and um, scaling for what I was going to do after high school eventually led to personal training or nutrition and dietetics. Okay. I just realized how much expensive that shit was going to be, and that just didn't happen. Like, to go to school oh, for man, it? it was going to be like – yeah, it was like $180,000 or $200,000 sure. and, you know – we're, we're broke. We don't have any money. So it's like, I'm not going to be in debt the rest of my life. So I got the opportunity to do personal training in like 2008. Where'd you get that opportunity? Fit for you. Okay. When I was younger. Yeah. Um, across from across the at, Well, they used to be. Funny enough. Yeah. Full circle. Um, so when I was first starting out, uh, the gym I worked at, it was right across from the street from the gym that I now own. Um, so, I mean, for, since now they've they've moved down the street a little bit, but... Anyways, because kind of, they put a weed store in there. You got one of those marijuana pot just, shops. No, I'm so, totally fine with it. I just find it odd the, that it's in a healthcare. Fit for place. you yeah. moved? Yeah. So they moved um, into the yeah down the road, and they're just kind of doing personal training now, really only. So because they sold the building for a ton of money. Sold the building, made their money. Yep. So moved on. When did you move out of Traverse City? Then in 2011. Why? 2011. Did you leave? Yeah, uh, moved to LA. Um, LA, LA, LA. So in like 2011, you know, the scene out there was just so hot. And what did you want to do in LA? Just what I was doing now, what I'm doing now, be famous, okay. personal who training. Yeah. <laughs> Is that I was probably like one of the few people who did not want to go to LA and suck dick to get famous. I don't think I would do well as famous. I think I would, as a cult leader, maybe but like regular <laughs> famous, I think it'd be awful. They'd be like, no, they picked you up drunk again. I'm like, they didn't have enough cocaine in the back of the car. And they'd just be like, this guy, we can't handle him. And the <laughs> kids would be like, mom's going to take us from you. And it just, I don't think fame would work well for me. I would definitely probably impregnate like 90 more women. That yeah, you'd be on TV a lot. I couldn't even deal with it. Like, And for the fourth case in a row today, Mr. Strite versus Ms. Vasquez. Like, like, I swear, Your Honor, this is not my kid. This one's not my kid either. Probably be in one of those like tabloid magazines, you know, where it's like Jennifer Aniston and Ashton Kutcher. Watch what they do next. Secrets. Oh, they'd be like, this guy just procreates all day long. (laughs) Like, they'd be dropping kids everywhere. So you went to LA, personal training. Went to LA, personal training. Did you do um, any celebrity work or Yeah, I worked with a couple. Yeah. Um, Can you name drop? Yeah. Um worked with Ron Perlman. Oh, um, Hellboy, right? Hellboy, yeah. He He's came like to Gold's French Gym. or something. He's not French. Canadian? Maybe Canadian. Okay. Um so yeah, worked with Ron Perlman and then um We have the same hair. Yeah, you guys both have the Jew fro going. Yeah, on. I know. That you Jew, are Jew a lot different in body composition though. Yeah. It's all right. So, um, and then got the chance to work with Wayne Brady for like a hot second. Oh, like the funny guy. Yeah, the comedian, the ah. comedian slash singer. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, when I went out there, I was primarily just the, you know, fitness director for Gold's Gym. Okay. Through Southern California. So sure. I ran um, all the gyms in Gold's Gym through Southern California in the fitness department. So did that um, and ran, worked with UCLA um, with their football team and okay. did a lot of more sports and conditioning out there, got into more mobility work out there. Um, so, you know, continue to develop your craft essentially too while Why? I was out there. Why'd you leave LA? Well, uh, if you're not from there, everybody thinks that like if you go to LA, like, oh, LA seems so fucking great. I'm like, no, the people fucking suck. Unless you got like a black card chilling in your wallet, like they don't give two shits about you and what you're going to do Everyone's trying them. to get famous. Everybody's trying to get famous. Everybody's trying to use you as, not as a platform, <clears throat> but as a step to jump off of to get to their own thing. Got it. So, and you know, I mean... I mean, yeah, at first, when I first lived out there for, like, the first three, I uh, said first a lot right there. Um, maybe, like, the three months I was there, four months. You were going to say it again. I was going to say it again because you can't not say it. We can it. use it beginning. We were going to cut the F word out of the show, but we've switched it to fornicate. But it's probably a good idea. Continue. Um, I mean, I partied a lot, you know, like most people do, you know. So went to the clubs all the time like everybody and, you know, doing drugs and all that fun shit. But... So. It's just, it gets boring, it gets old, there's no sure. substance, there's no culture, you know? So the only culture is that everybody's trying to do whatever they can to get above you, to get somewhere else, you right. know? So loyalty is not really a factor, you know? Um, people just want to live in animosity, you know, and just live in the hidden lifestyle, more never, or less. I've it's, never been to L.A. It's nothing to see out there anyway. It's ugly as shit. There ain't, I mean, unless you like to go and party and shit all the time, then, I mean, that's about all there is to do and yeah. go shopping. Big fucking deal. I don't like shopping, but I like to party, but... I mean, party is fun, but you can party out on pontoon boats and shit over here. I know. They don't do that kind of shit out there. Shit and shit, shit. Party. A lot of shit. Bullshit and party. So, <clears throat> you moved back. How long were you there then? You three moved? years. Three years? Yeah. And then you came right back came to Came right back to Traverse City in 2014. Um... Got right back into personal training. Okay. But, you know, obviously I had to build my client list back up again. Sure. So took so some time. When did you know you wanted to own stuff versus, like, just be an employee? Always. Okay. Um, from, like, a young age, I was pretty entrepreneurial, you know. I always tried to run my own little side hustle businesses when I was a kid, you know. Um, like, when I was, I think, like, seven, maybe eight years old, I had a lemonade stand, as most kids do, right, sure. obviously. But... Uh, you know, as a kid, you know, you're pretty observant for the most part, you know, learning everything, learning business and you drive by all these lemonade stands when you're a kid and you're like, they're just sitting here at the table. Right. And so expecting everyone to come to them. So as a kid, I was like, man, look at these freaking suckers right here. You could have kids running down the street, selling drinks, expanding your market. <laughs> so that's what I did. So I had, a, so I had kids actually approach me wanting to help. Naturally, because if you're in my neighborhood and someone's making money, you're trying to jump in and make money with them. Sure. So, um, so anyway, I ended up having like four or five kids working for me. And, um, you know, I set up shop on the side of the road, which was like off of a main, main road um, by our neighborhood. And I'd send out, you know, two kids this way, two kids this way, and another two kids this way. And, and you would like have flagging cars and they're no, flagging cars down, flagging people down. They were going up to like people at the gas station, pumping gas, and be like, "Hey, you want to buy some lemonade?" Oh man, fifty cents for the small cup and seventy-five cents for a large. You'd be like, "I'll take a large <laughs> and give you a dollar, and you keep it right, all and you get the tip." So, um, so yeah, at a, yet at a pretty young age, I you know was always you know already starting to do business. So how did you? How did Elite Fitness North? I guess how was it born? Um, well, that started off where, you know, with me and my business partner originally. So before we were at fi elite, uh, before we had elite fitness North, excuse me, we were, um, fitness factor, which was actually his gym. Yeah. Um, so, and that's where I met your partner, right, originally, right, right. Tony Jones. Yep. 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 Anthony um, Jones. Good dude. Great dude. Family man and a firefighter as well. So he's a firefighter. He's a, yeah. Volunteer firefighter. Dude. He's, of course hustling, he is. he's hustling, dude. God. Um, but so I originally met him there, you know, I was, uh, training clients in like four different gyms at the time and in home. So I was like all over the place and cause you got to meet them where they're trying yeah, to Yeah, it is exactly. So I was sure. at, I was all over town and you know, I was getting sick and tired of it. And, um, so I needed to consolidate to one location. So that's basically what eventually came down with fitness factor was, um, having one consolidated location. So you, Nick, you and Justin, had talked about something at some point. I've got a picture oh, pulled up that? right now. That was that building that we went and looked at. 
across from uh, that the, the kitchen. The oh, yeah. On, so on me and, Yeah, so funny story. Me and Nick actually looked at the B. A couple. Well, the B and... And a couple different couple spots, other, too. Yeah, because yeah. I was in that... Like, I recall. That, that market was, for a hot second, yeah. for sure. I wanted um, to be a gym owner. Yeah. It's a tough business. It's a freaking it wicked is. tough business. It is. Uh, a lot of different, you know, different areas you have to really pay attention to. So you get you and Tony <clears throat> kind of shifted and moved what yeah, was we had factor. Right. So so basically how that went down is again, like I said, I, I met Tony there. We had a really great rapport. Um, you know, had a lot of the same ideologies and um just you know, overall he's got along really great. So um and then we had the old owners, which were um which was Club One before it was Elite Fitness North, and they had approached us through email saying, you know, like, hey, we know the fitness industry is hard. Let's have a meeting and maybe we can help each other out. And to me, that just immediately read, hey, we want to sell this gym. We don't want to do this anymore. Sure. So we reached out, set up a meeting and sat down with them. And with, you know, the first, you know, two sentences out of my mouth was, hey, how you doing? I'm so-and-so. Tony's like, okay, I'm so-and-so. And it's like, all right, so I'm assuming you guys want to sell your business. And they just looked at me and they was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, so I figured. So I was like, so let's quit the bullshit and let's talk about it. Okay. So And that had its own little headaches along the way, I yeah, recall. Yeah, it did. But, I mean, what doesn't? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it nothing smooth done. sailing. It got done. Um, you know, is what it is. So I guess if you were looking back <clears throat> at, like, a partnership, because partnerships can be tough. You know, the old, right. there's the old, yes, they can. There's an old phrase, the, the only ship that don't sail is a partnership, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's hard, man. So what, what kind of, what have you learned from, from being in a partnership? What makes it work for you guys? Uh, the biggest thing is communication. I mean, like it's always number one in any relationship period Shit. communication. All right. Let me write that down because yep. I keep failing Get at your that notepad. One. Communication. Yeah, okay. man. We just we've always communicated really well, you know, and um, and not to mention we're just both like workhorses, okay. you know. So how do you guys separate like duties and responsibilities? Um, well, Tony's always since he owned his own gym for so long, you know, he became really good at fixing all of his own equipment. That's true. So, even the TVs. Even the TVs, man. He's like he's a whiz all around. Um. So that's kind of, you know, I mean, we we take mutual roles in, in some things, but sure. that's kind of really where he takes off. Because generally when he's fixing stuff, I'm with a client or I'm having to do some kind of admin work or whatever. So it always works out no matter what. But that's, you know, something I've just never been good at. I can't imagine. Like when I've, I've seen him take apart a treadmill years ago. Oh, yeah. He, and I'm I looking mean, at that thing and I'm like. Shouldn't you just buy a new one? And he he gave me the whole like the whole spiel. No, if man, I'm it's gonna, this. If I'm Floorboard. gonna pay this, if I just do this, and <laughs> yeah. it's like it's gonna cost me this. If I buy a new one and it breaks yeah. down anyway, and you're like, all right, man, good yeah. luck. Yeah, <laughs> I'd offer you help, but I don't know shit. So yeah. So in in my business, in the asphalt business that I had with my brother, um, we <clears throat> came to the conclusion that it would be fair to be fifty fifty split. Yep. So. Um, but after going through that, it's like, I, if I were to ever be in a partnership again, I would definitely not do a 50, 50 split. You'd be I more of do, a sub and Dom situation. Uh, 40, yeah. Right. <laughs> 49, 51. Sure. Puts so, this in your mouth. <clears throat> right. So, I mean, is that what you, are you guys 59, 51? Like, so in terms of like guys... the business, it's split 50, 50, like I'm 50%, he's 50%. Sure. Um, but in terms of duties, I don't know. I guess we just don't generally look at it like that. You know, when, when I need to, when I really need his help in areas that I primarily handle, then I, then I'll get him. If he needs help in areas he primarily handles, then he'll get me. You know what I mean? Like he's good at fixing machines or he's, he's really good at like reverse engineering almost and Mm -hmm. like taking things apart, putting them back together, figuring out how to fix it, being really like econ, you know, he's smart with it. He's very smart with his money. So um, hey, yeah. yo, Justin, come help me lift this TV. Yeah, that's pretty much how that goes. <laughs> no, but I guess so. Nick, your experience is based on so you had a, a you and your brother, you had a family partnership. So one, you've got yeah, that's hard. Twenty too. plus years of siblingism. Um, so you guys had your own ways of di- dealing with disagreements, and for you, your conclusion now is like I will never be fifty fifty. Yeah, right. But so for you, Justin, how? So when you guys do disagree, how does that how does that work? We don't 
honestly, we don't disagree that much. Okay. Not yet. I mean, we've been. I mean, <laughs> shit. you guys have been doing this for. We've been four doing years. together for almost yeah. five years. Okay, yeah, yeah. so we're we're coming up on five years now already. Already. So, um, we're like I said, we're very fortunate where because we communicate so much, you know what I mean. Like we just don't really argue, really. So I guess if you're a listener and you're thinking about partnerships, like one, possibly avoid family. What is it? Money and blood don't mix like two dicks with no chicks. Sure. Mark, you can finish that one. You'll find some self and some serious shit. Biggie Smalls, the 10 crack commandments. Remember that. Um, (laughs) I teach my kids that. They're like, what is the crack commandments? I'm like, oh, just the 90s kids. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, if you have a, a partnership, you know, some personalities will work really well with communication and yeah. some need a you know a an alpha and a beta yeah. because it sometimes people can't work together. Yeah, absolutely. Like I mean my sister and her husband, you know, had hired or excuse me, had my brother working for him for a minute and same thing. That did not work. And it's not saying that it couldn't work, but you know, what made it not work was like I said the number one thing, which is communication. Partnerships are tough. <laughs> so what's something else that you guys have learned over the last 5 years? Uh, I mean, I mean, we learned a lot of things, but you know, in terms of business, what makes yourself successful is you really can't focus on what everyone else is doing. Number one. Um, and that's kind of something that we've always played a testament to, you know, it's not that I don't pay attention ever because you have to be, you know, understanding of what your market is, realize what your local commerce is doing, understand these things from a multitude of platforms. So that's fine. So, so we do pay attention, but what it comes down to it is that every business or in our case, every gym is different. Every demographic is different. Every culture is different. So you're not the planet fitness. You're not the, I'm not trying to be planet fitness. I'm not trying to be easy, 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 Bob. Yeah. Well, I don't, that's my home gym. That's okay. Planet shitness. (laughs) <laughs> I love that. That's a hundred dollars from you, PF. Hate that place. What's that? A year of membership? No, is it ten bucks a month? Ten bucks a month, bro. Uh, I pay twenty because I'm a black. Because he's got the black member and he what gets the tan. Do? I thought you own a tanning bed. You get no. I don't own a tanning bed. You tan, which I don't do. You can use the massage chair, which I don't. There's do. There's a chair. What about a person? Tanning bed doesn't use. There's, chair uh, doesn't use. But but he gets to bring a person. But I can bring a if person. If he wants to, or. If wherever I'm at in the U.S. and I find a PF, yeah, um, I, I mean that's out. like the one benefit of of going to a franchise. Sure, if you are a traveler that doesn't stay yeah. in a hotel, like I mean, at ten with bucks a PF a, across the street, at ten bucks a month, you can hold a gym in sure. any state. That's you know, fair. I do get that, and there's 20, it, the, so the ten bucks a month you can't. But 20 oh, the twenty, 20 okay. bucks. Okay, so twenty bucks a month yes. you can't. So, so either but you way, can bring still the cheap. same guest yeah. over and over again. Yes. Because I've realized that. I've been a guest two times to the Planet Fitness here. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry I cheated on you. Yeah, I'm looking at you, that. Justin. It's fine. <laughs> but one was like, I was like, oh my God, there's so many like hot young girls here. And it's, I was like, it's a but, cardio farm. But it is that. And the other problem is it's the, there's a lot of mask Nazis. Yeah. And we there's don't, no barbells. Yeah. And, and it's <clears> like, it does. It's the most judgmental, non-judgmental gym there is. I just felt like there was Period. a lot of like children in there too. Like wow. not like children, but like all like a Younger lot of kids. twenty yeah, somethings. Yeah, yeah. Well, think about the demographic. Think about the price point. Yeah, I it's mean, twenty dollars a month. It's ten dollars a month. If you can't true. afford ten or twenty dollars a month, then what the hell are you doing? You know what I not mean? Working. Like reevaluate your life, like hard. <laughs> I guess <laughs> yeah. So, so well, I guess the message is is like no, I hate know your role, but it's like know your know, position in your area. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you have to understand your demographic. You have to understand your market. So you have to understand the commerce in which the cities that you preside. What, you know? Nick? Why wouldn't you? Why is PF your home gym, and why wouldn't Elite be your home gym? And so, I'm not saying it has to be. I'm saying like let's do a thought experiment. Yeah, here. yeah, no, no. Um, and maybe we cut this out if this is offensive, and you're, and then you guys start fighting, and then like. <laughs> so for me, I my home gym before was B Fitness, right? And what I loved about the B. Was the openness that's the closed high now, ceilings. right? That's closed, yeah. yeah. Closed like five years ago, okay. four years ago. It's now cold storage. Um, yeah. So, what I loved about the B was a like it was a big meathead gym. I was a big meathead back then, could throw around, throw around weights, throw around weights, like, like, throw them. Um, but I love the openness. I loved like the cardio equipment being, you know, like you could see everybody. I sure. just I just liked that. That was appealing to my eye. Okay. So um after the B closed, we all shifted over to 
um, Grand Traverse Athletic Club because that's what they did with the memberships. G- yeah, they, he had G-Tac, bought them all out. Yep, GTAC yeah, right. honored all B members uh, memberships over there. I went over there, and um, now my buddy Ryan Heary owns that, uh, which is now called the gym. But like, um, I went to the athletic club for a minute, but it's still I, I wasn't getting that open vibe there. So, um, you know, with Justin's gym, it's it's I would say it's definitely open. But at this point, like I've been going to Planet Fitness now for, I mean, how long have they been open? Three, four years? Sure. And I get like you get in your routine. I'm definitely like a homebody when it comes to gyms. Like switching is just that, like, I don't know. I'm at a point in my life right now where it's like, it just seems like a lot of work. It's not like changing a bank account. You got to, you got to, you know, find your sweet machines. You got to find out, you know, when all the... All the cool people go. Well, so the thing is, the Planet Fitness that threw me off, it's like everything's the same color. And in Elite Fitness, you're mainly white, I mean, primarily black. we have like all the same equipment. Same equipment. But we do have some pieces, obviously, but, that don't look like the same of everything else because they came from different They stuff. also, you have, um, it, everything is grouped together how it's supposed to be. Yeah, everything. It is at Planet Fitness as well. But I was like, everything's so purple and black. It's like in the floor, it, the, the, the overcolor coordination was kind of yeah. an overstimulation. But for another me. difference is too is the way our layout roll, you know, rolls through our facility is that we make it a lot easier for anybody to then transverse from one section of the facility to another, depending on what they're trying to work. So it's very efficient. And you guys, all, you also have a great, what I, I guess it's called, to me, it's called the multi-purpose room. It's the, the, tur- that turf room in the back. Yeah, well, the so turf have, room, but you also yeah. have the, the, like the, 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 uh, group classroom. Yeah, we slash. have, yeah, exactly. I mean, we're 24,000 square foot. It's a dance floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have our, we are the only, well, at the moment we have the only wooden classroom floor in, of Tra- in Traverse City. No other gym has a wooden floor. Not that that's necessarily the biggest thing in the world, but for some people that matters. I think it's like in terms of like instru- yoga, instructors and stuff. stuff correct. Like it's a lot cleaner. It's a lot quieter in certain respects. Um, but, I'm a member. I will yeah, say Jeff's a member. He's also our banker. I'm a, their banker. He's also my banker. Yeah. So. so it's nice to like shit where you eat in that way. So you got to like, you support the people you work with. And um, I'm also, you know, I still have a membership at the Y for my kids because they, that's the scam the Y has is like, if you yeah, want they, your kids to play the sports, it's cheap it's, for a family. It is. But yeah. then it's like, it's not because it's like, if we don't go often enough, it's 80 bucks a month. Right. And the, like the AAU sports all require you to be a Y member. Um, be- and so it's like, okay, I don't go to the Y anymore because I'm not over there and right. I'm over here. But yeah. be that as it may. So one of the things I really wanted to talk about was COVID and fitness in Michigan. Oh, man. What a so bummer that was. we oh, all Jesus. know that COVID in Michigan shut everything down yep. back in March, April. Mm-hmm. And everyone in the health and wellness industry was targeted because I think – the governor probably like tore a hammy many years ago and has hated yeah, gyms maybe. ever since. Yeah, and maybe like same thing with like, you know, restaurants. restaurants. Maybe like somebody, someone spitting her food. Maybe some lady spitting her food. Yeah. yeah. Maybe somebody, you know, so walk me through cornflakes. Walk me through spring till, you know, now. Till we opened up. Yeah. So back in March sixteenth, when we closed, that was yeah, the day. Right before mm-hmm. St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Gosh, it's so weird. My daughter was born on the third. It just was so close to Everything everything being closed. So yeah. So obviously, as the updates were coming along, it was we didn't we're thinking like, oh no, I I was like for certain, like I'm not closing. F that they can go suck a dick. You know what I mean? Like, and then it came down closer and closer to it, and it was like, if you have to close definitively. So it's I mean, what do you do? But and everything in Michigan shut down. It was like Oh, it was like a ghost town. Day, it was like, crazy. On Monday or on Saturday, things were open. And then by Wednesday, everything's closed. And then the kids are out of school by the end of the week. Yeah, it's it was crazy. Weird. But when you went outside, it was like the damn apocalypse. You know what yeah. I mean? Nobody's on the yeah. roads. Nobody's driving. It felt like a zombie movie. It was like a, it was the beginning of a serious zombie movie. Yeah. I, I was just, a, just waiting. I was I had carrying so an much AR ammo. And a, I was carrying my so AR ammo. and a katana blade with me everywhere you never I went. Yeah, because no, if you I run get... out of ammo or if it jams, I gotta f- you gotta have sword. something. Yeah, and a knife. Come on, I don't come want on, to be you that can close. do that shit. No, yeah, no, it was so. You guys were closed for how long? We were closed for about three months, like two days, wow. two or three, two or three days shy of like three months solid. How'd you get through it um, mentally? Day day by day, man. Like probably everybody else, you know. Cocaine. <laughs> Is that how you got through it? You didn't call me at all, and you were like, "I'm sitting here." <laughs> Lumen, I got you, kid. Let's stay up all night. Let's Honestly, party. 
I'm not a fan. I just like the way it smells. Of children or cocaine? You just like the way it smells? I like that one. But, if um, you had some cocaine, I'd share it with you. <laughs> <laughs> I will give you credit, Jake Sands, for that one. That is one of his jokes, that it's fantastic. <clears throat> so day by day. Day by day. Financially, um, you guys tapped well, into I mean, some of the government stuff. Yeah, I mean, luckily we were, you know, lucky enough to get, like, the PPP loans, got two rounds of that. Um like, did you have so would members call you to should be like, hey, can we still come in? What? Was- yeah, we had some people, you know, reach out to us on on Facebook Messenger and um, text either myself or Tony. And I mean, you know, obviously we own the building. It's not like we couldn't go in there. So did I get to go in there and work out? Yeah, for sure. Well, you own it. So I own you're it. So the, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna go in. But you didn't. You couldn't but, let people in. No, but you couldn't let anybody in. You know. Did so people were people still good about paying their membership dues, or uh, was it at hit and first? Miss? At first, because everybody was on the same page. You know, like we're in it together. We're in this together until you're not in it together, yeah, and then it's a big middle finger. You know what I'm saying? So at oh, first it was our mem. You know, at first it's we're all here to support you. We don't mind paying. And then you know, month one gets down, and then month two gets down, and people are calling wanting to cancel and. Or, you know, stopping payment on their credit cards or whatever the case is. So, um, yeah, you know, it's it turned out from having support to feeling like we didn't have as much as maybe we thought. But, you know, when we reopened, you know, we had a lot of members come back slowly, obviously, because they don't – nobody knew sure. what to expect, what were the restrictions going to be, and so what was allowed. Now you know? that you guys are open, are people – I mean, would you say, that, like – this is the time of year where normally you get your people ready for spring break. Yeah. Yeah. Is this are... busier than it has been? About the same? Is it down? Um, well, it's, I mean, you can't really compare it, unfortunately, because we're still coming back off of, you know, reopening this past June. Right. You know, so in like terms of like a year to year to year, you know, uh, revenue stream and like what you're looking at your figures were, you know, post and pre, you know, it's just, it's, you can't really. We're doing good. I mean, ultimately, we're getting busier. People are signing okay. up. People are coming back. Um, I mean, we've got a pretty decent flow going right now. One so. of the things I saw you guys do in the pandemic at the beginning was you were doing some online YouTube stuff. Yep. Which I yeah. thought was pretty cool. Yeah, seeing. I was yeah, I was trying to do the best I could to like promote some promote information and um put stuff up on our Facebook page to kind of, you know, the do's and don'ts of of certain at home workouts or honestly how to combat, you know, going crazy, going crazy or how to keep yourself, your immune system strong. You know, that was, that was another thing. Like there's all this scare about what COVID can do to you and what not to do and don't touch anybody. Don't look at me. Don't, don't, don't shift your nose at me. You might be sniffing COVID. Like, but what people, what nobody ever does is promote health, you know, is promote, combat anything that's combative you know like take your zinc it builds immunity cells take turmeric it helps from internal inflammation right Whoa, so hang, hang on hang on hang on i love turmeric i've called it turmeric my whole life some people call it turmeric turmeric is how it's pronounced says boys. who it's how it's pronounced i looked into I've, it i've heard it called turmeric i'm still gonna call it turmeric though <laughs> that's all right just wanted to uh jump in there Can i'm <laughs> concerned turmeric Turmeric. Hold on. We're looking up. Turmeric. Ooh. What? Turmeric. Turmeric. Term? Turmeric. Turmeric. I don't know. Maybe that has to do with me. I had my Amazon Alexa's Australian now at my house, so everything's thrown off now. Because I want the kids to like talk to the Australian lady on the yeah, thing. That's cool. Turmeric to so yeah, <laughs> turmeric inflammation. Yeah. Do you think like People in America are going to shift the way they exercise and get to wellness. I mean, because yeah, of, they already have. Is it right? going to so, be more at home? And if it is, how do of, you adapt to that? A lot of people are still doing things at home. You know, there's a lot of people who are still terrified. I mean, is COVID? Is it, in my opinion, is COVID as as lethal as they claim it is? No, it's not. I mean, does it kill people for sure? But then you have to understand what are the, are the underlying factors. Sure. You know what I mean? Like they are, all these people have some form of pre-existing issues that causes their immune, immune system to heat come to have some kind of hit. So, you know, they don't, they don't talk about the fact that, you know, all the people who don't have all these underlying issues are recovering just fine, you know? Um, so do you, you, uh, you have a Peloton. I do. Do you Peloton often? I do. 
You think that, like, do you find yourself not using cardio at the gym because you Peloton? 100%. So my thing is, is like, so I play hockey three days a week right now. So that's like a cardio session for me. I burn about a thousand calories. I play basketball, except we've been off since next week. We start again. Yeah. But the days I don't play hockey, I'll definitely ride my Peloton in the morning. You know, I get up and, and kick out a cardio session and then, uh, Head of the gym at night, which really cuts down on time for me because I used to do both at night and I'd be there for like three hours, which sure. is bullshit. But uh, I, I heard something the other day, which I don't know holds any value, but someone told me at the gym that um, in like 10 years, gyms are going to be obsolete because a lot of people are going to be, you know, working uh watching zoom and and being personal trained you know at home sure i don't know if i agree with that because i feel like i, uh, I wouldn't of, i would not agree with that no. i think there's a community piece people like yeah. i think i think that I people want to leave zoom? people want to leave their house they yeah. want somewhere to go but i do think that there's you know i mean the market's definitely going to increase sure i do think that there is value in um maybe becoming more online-ish and having those types of starting to set the options table for because sure. yeah promoting promoting more for options sure, for, for sure for sure digital platform yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. i think definitely that would be um because i think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards that not everyone but yeah. i think a lot of people are because so many people invested in home gyms this year man oh yeah so many people I mean, I I tried to find a a pair of oh, pair you, know, uh, you buy a squat rack has quadrupled in price. Some some dumbbells, yep. dude, and yeah. and I looked in March and they're like, oh yeah, it's gonna be till January or next year. Back when they were fifty cents a pound, essentially. That right. Yeah, like, now they're like two dollars two dollars a pound. Yeah, well, like the used market what used to be like a dollar a pound, and now the even used like markets you know triple in price. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Well, I oh, think you crazy. guys, I don't know if it was you or another gym had posted something on Facebook about selling a piece of maybe like as a used cable crossover machine or something like that. And I just mm-hmm. remember looking at it on Facebook Marketplace at the time. And it was, there was like 40 comments in the first like three minutes. And it was and then that was like, it. and that was it. And yep. you're like, oh crap. I think it was, a, it might have even been a squat rack that like somebody was replacing at a gym. And I was like, oh my God, I'll buy a squat rack. Like, nope. Oh yeah. Um, so how are you guys going to adapt? Do you think, or is it still too premature? And are you more in like, we got to get through this mindset for, or this, this timeline and then it's time no, to adapt or no, what that no, you like? can't, no, you can't do See, that's, that's, well, that's definitely one thing how this is progressing is you can't wait to plan. Yeah. You know, you can't, you have to be proactive. Ooh, I like that. You can't, you, you can't, can't wait, wait to, to plan. plan. Right. So write that down. Um, you know, by then it's, it's too late. Right. So everybody else who had that similar, you know, mindset back then has planned. And then when it came time to that point to then put that into fruition, now they can, and now you're stuck still trying to figure out what your plan even is. Can you share with us any of the plans for for us? So for us, I mean, we're going to bring back, luckily we have the ability to bring, start bringing back some classes. We plan on doing that. But um, we're still working with software to then have a, a mobile application to where people can pull and, you know, do figure out home workouts and, you know, things sure. like that, you know, yoga or, you know, whatever the case is. I think the community is the big piece, like classes, why they're so successful. Yeah. Peloton has its community of yeah, right. its people. It's insane, man. It's insane. Is it worth the $60 a month? Um, yeah, absolutely. So when I, I get mean, a new house, should I get a Peloton? Dude, I look, I bought a ripoff one, and that's what we had at the Emily's house. And the kids, it was more to like get the kids to do stuff too. But I know my friends that have a Peloton, the kids are more excited to do that because it, the it's more fun. It's amazing. It's dude. like a game. It's amazing, almost. It's amazing, and the community around it is so cool. And like, it's just like we gravitate towards convenience, right? As a society, like we sure it's it's so convenient to literally just hop on the bike. You pick your class. I mean, everything is just di- – you can dial dial it in however – you can get as, you know, as granular as you want on your, you know, your exercise. But um, it's – yeah, it's simple, man. And it's – it's you can log your workouts like you've got, you know. So it is a app. natural progression for physical gyms to start <clears throat> becoming more digital, get yeah, on the yeah, online you have, Yeah, you have to get a little bit more digital. Um have things become more automated you know everybody's on their phones anyway but uh, on the nutrition side too i think that's a huge piece that we lack in this country because 
Foods Big time. Convenience definitely does not equal well, that's, health. Yeah, that's exactly country. why our country is the, where it's at in terms of health. Fat people rule. Yeah, you know, it's not it's not the person's fault. It's McDonald's fault for making that food. Well, yeah. right. And, and I people, had McDonald's in so, so long. many people are just uneducated in the in the whole nutrition sense. Yeah. Like it's. I mean, obviously, you know, the way that uh, technology has moved, everybody is a lot more knowledgeable than they used to be. But still, at the end of the day, people just don't know. I mean, what, just they don't know anything. So what are your thoughts? So yeah, uh, last week, Bill Gates, he's got a new book out, which, you know, Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft. It's about getting off of all... The devil. I don't know if he's the devil. He's the devil. Really? Yeah, he's the devil. Okay. So the devil came out with a new book, and it has to do with fighting global warming. And his proposal is that all the first world nations switch to plant-based proteins. Oh, Jesus and, Christ. And get get rid of factory-fed beef, which yep. I'm against factory and, and become, farms. Become I'm like more, engineered beef. And, yeah, so yeah. you're, you know, you're impossible burger. Yeah, so, so let's go ahead and do away with what was created in this world for us to consume. And let's just go ahead and man-make everything now. So the argument they're making. So what is, I guess, on the nutrition level. So impossible burger. Um, Boca is that the Boca one? burger? That's, That's been around burgers. forever. Yeah. Veggie burger. That was like the OG. Yeah. So like Morning burger. Star. Like yeah. you know what? I used to chop. I'll still chop up a Morning Star black bean burger and make a taco out of it. Right. Like it's like. That's not. Yeah. It's not easy. too bad. But think about when like if they're having to highly engineer a burger to look like a burger, and smell like and taste like a. Burger. That's the. Thing but it's I not a burger. I find that weird. The f- are you putting in your body right now? And the, the macros, macros are, are so off. But are the they fat and carb con- for now? content for those burgers are insane. It's okay, so from a nutrition level, they're garbage. So I don't eat a lot of red meat. Yeah, um, I eat steak if I'm eating red meat. Burgers once in a while, but I, I haven't really looked at that. But it was interesting to read that it's like, hey, for us to solve global warming, we have to get rid of beef in general. They picked beef. I don't even know why they would pick that. Like, how would that get rid of global warming? Cow farts. Because of cow farts. Right? Cow farts. But they, he was warned not oh to use cow, cow farts in the book. But so I guess from a nutrition level, you're saying this these new derivations of protein really aren't that great. So then I'll compare that to, you know, you're drinking a protein shake, right. which is made from a powder. Which is made from a powder. So w- which what, is like, so what would then determine the yeah, difference so, between that and what makes that okay versus. Yeah. So how does that, how do you guys pro- think through right. that? Or is it like so, just the science isn't yet advanced enough on a, a protein burger. Uh, I mean, this our science is pretty well advanced, um, but it, what it comes down to is certain aspects of nutrition or food, whole food, just should not be engineered to that factor, right? Oh, so, I agree. Uh, in terms of like bioavailability and how well your body is going to absorb a certain content, you know, if your body is consuming something that's been genetically altered to be a certain component, right? All the branch chains are then going to have to be man-made, right? All the Fat cells are going to have to be man-made. All the all the sub-level macronutrients that created this essential fake meat are being man-made, and you're going to now eat that. Versus, this is why you have explosive diarrhea, right? No, so I, I mean, have if you want diarrhea because of the dairy, if you want to sit there and you know shit like a goose every single freaking day, then yeah, go for it. Make eat engineered food the all first, day. The second, the first two weeks of veganism, it was like that. That, yeah, but we, I didn't eat any. I didn't eat any synthetic food. Everything was. Whole, Whole foods. foods, but I will say this: a lot of this. beans, oh, a lot of rice. That's lot what I'm saying, beans. dude. And you know what? Yeah. A week, like two days in, I couldn't hold being... my farts in. No, like, I just bloated as well. And then it started just being not bloated. <sighs> then I was just like, like a foghorn, a flush. It was fantastic, but it was not worth it. I mean, it's really not. I mean, like if you think about how much content your body has to consume to make up what you're trying to consume from, oh, a, yeah. from a meat-based protein. I ate versus... so much turmeric. It was crazy. <laughs> turmeric, all of it. All of it. I felt so non-inflamed. So what do you want to give our listeners? What um, what advice? One what's nugget. Your, one, what's one your nugget? nugget. Um, well, I mean, I guess in terms of if you're trying to be successful and maybe you're trying to be an entrepreneur yourself and you're trying to figure out what business is right for you because there's no right thing for anyone necessarily. Um, you know, figure out what you're passionate about and double down on it, you know? So if you love music, then double down on music, find out music, find out how to create it. You know, if you're an artist, you know, figure out how to create more art, create content, you know, so whatever you're passionate about, double down on it and, and, you know, you'll definitely succeed because the thought of failure for something you are passionate about is such a hard thing to 
to be able to digest. You know, it's something that's just, you, it's almost unbearable, you know, thinking of you failing at the thing that you love the most. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, so on top of that, if you want to be successful, you know, you have to work harder than everybody else. That's it. Yep. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. And just work. and just continue to do the work. And when you think you're done, you're wrong because you're not done yet. Consistency. Consistency. Stay on it. You know, it's it's okay to have a down day. We all have it. But understanding that tomorrow is another day to be successful. Mm-hmm. Resilience. Successful. Work hard. Follow that passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Justin, we are glad that you came yeah, on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on the thanks show. Thanks for being here. Man. Absolutely. Yeah, um, we would normally give out coming. swag, but we don't have any, so we don't have like a... I've got a new thing that I'm going to start doing for our guests that okay. we have on. So uh, there's this oh, deck called the, deck. the Pod Pod Decks. Okay. One gonna, question. I'm going to pull deck. this out. Random, random card, and I'm random gonna, question. I'm going to ask. Okay, right here. Unless you want to pull it, I'll take a pull. Okay, hang on. I'm going to shuffle real quick. Shuffling. That's the shuffle sound. But you got to give it to me. All right. All right. Let's... Right from the mid. Right from the mid. Like it. Perfect. He's got his card. The card says, if you could only eat one food shit. for the rest of your life, what would it be? Man, You'd eat perfect. How perfect, perfect is that? You would eat shit? Yeah. How perfect is that, Mr. Fitness? You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, I love that. All right, man. Like, listen. <laughs> okay, so. We're all. All right, so. I know you get cravings. You, you oh, like eating yeah. food just like I okay, like eating so, food. Okay, so. I don't know. That's hard to say, though. Because you can consider it like, are we talking about a specific meal or like just steak, just one, chicken, just fries? One food for the rest of your life, brother. So you got to think like, do I want to be in shape for the rest of my life and eat? Could I have? Uh, could it be like? Or do a I want to eat pizza? For could the it be rest like a life? specific meal? I mean, it says eat one food, so I think it's a food. One. It's food. a lot of food. Right. I so, think that would be food. That's. Yeah, but it's I mean, if you're talking food. about like chicken breast, green beans, and and whatever, that's that's a meal. We're talking about one food. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, one food. Come on. One food. Um, listen to your. Yeah, I would I listen would, to your inner fact. Be kid. steak for sure. Steak. And it, what kind of steak? Ooh. Um, fillet. Fillet. Absolutely. How do you? Would you cook it? Uh, char grill. Mean, yeah, but medium rare all yeah, day. Yeah, medium rare for sure. But rare, baby. But got to have a little, just a little bit of char, just a touch. Okay. Um, ribeye is so much more flavorful than. Oh well, yeah, of course, because all the marbling. Yeah, marbling. The marbling. You hear that, guys? Marble. Marbling. Sweet. So cool. We made it uh, to the end. Thanks everyone for sticking around. Seacrest out. See ya.